Remember that one time we recorded that whole episode and my microphone was off? Yeah. How did that make you feel? About like I do right now. <laughs> How do you feel right now? I am... I feel pretty good. Um, if you had your little old way, what would you do? With what? Would you eat peaches every day? <laughs> no, because that gives me gout. Peaches give you gout. Peaches, peaches do give you gout. You peaches come from a can. Those are really bad peaches. It's true. But peaches are grown in Colorado. It's a big thing in Colorado is peaches. Peaches? More you than know? Georgia? That's, it's like the second. You can look it up. It's like the, the peach growing states, the number one, you know, like put the peach growing states in order. I think Colorado is like way up there. It's like number two or something crazy. Maybe even number one. Let's check it out. Let's see. Where, where does it rank? I know it's in the top five. You know, peach growing states in America, Colorado, the Western peach. Top four states in peach production are California, South Carolina, Georgia, and New Jersey. Wait, New Jersey? Mm-hmm. That's problematic. Where's Colorado at? Number five. Hold on, I'm looking up the top ten. It's, it's got to be up there. It's it's a big peach growing state. California, South Carolina, New Jersey, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Colorado. There you go. You're at number six or seven. Washington, seven. Michigan, New York, and West Virginia. Okay. See, Colorado's up there as peach yeah, production. Man. Number Now, I'll be six. honest with you. They're not very good peaches. They're not as good as a Georgia peach. I or a South Carolina peach. You need humidity. I don't know why California even tries. I mean, just, just stick to avocados. Sure. And, and figs I, or something. I don't know. What they I'd be a really happy camper if I could have avocados and lemons and limes i don't like really i don't like avocados at all i don't care how you look at me avocados are not good they're just not it's not a good fruit do you like guacamole no dude it tastes uh it tastes too pungent it, it tastes like um uh, it is the it is the mayonnaise of the fruit world we just lost half of our listeners right now good i don't even like our listeners anymore well, <laughs> the reason that we're talking about peaches right now is because it's the presentation of our Lord. <laughs> <laughs> has absolutely nothing to do with peaches. <clears throat> well, so, Father Aaron, welcome yes. back to Two Priests Talking Studios. It's been a minute. Oh my gosh, it's been a really long time since we've done this. It's been a long minute. And actually, the reason that we're here today is because it's been a minute and people started worrying and actually asking us where well, the heck the two priests talking were. Which shocked me because I didn't know anybody was even listening aside from Katie and Brenna. And Katie and Brenna have told us that they're sick of our podcast. And a guy named Steve. Steve. And maybe a couple other folks. Dave. Dave. <laughs> We've got listeners. We're glad you're out there. And actually, I mean, to be to be honest, we did have several people the last couple of weeks ask, where have you guys been? What have you guys been doing? And so, Father Aaron, what, what, what have you been up to? Well, I think our last one was right around the election. So that was over two months ago. 
Yeah, I can't even remember. Well, it's yeah. early December, maybe. Yeah, early December. And so what most people don't know is that we, you and I, we, we take December and January off. <laughs> <laughs> um, because there's nothing to do around Christmas time as a priest. And uh, surely around the beginning of Epiphany, there's nothing to happen uh, or to be involved in. But um, so one of the things that's been happening at Old North Abbey. This is one of those moments where if we had a camera, people could see you're being ironic. But since they can't, you're really good at being dry. So there's plenty to do as a priest, both around Christmas and Epiphany. Yeah, sure. And so um, besides just talking to one another. Well, so in terms of Old North Abbey life, right, we have been doing um, sort of a, a renovation on our building. Yeah. And which has meant, you know, that was like three and a half weeks of flooring being put down. You and I have been uh, reworking our office. Demolishing. Demolishing walls. Yeah. And building walls. Taking out cabinets and pipes. Building, and... building all kinds of things, cool things, uh, putting things together. Yeah. Uh, and we honestly, we were talking about this before. We probably shouldn't have even put out the first episode of the season. We should have just held off until we had time to put them all together. But we feel like there's some light at the end of the tunnel. We, we hope. We're calling this episode an interlude. Did you know that? I just came up with that. An inter- you think this is an interlude? It's like a just, we're, we're popping up to say hello like a periscope on a submarine, you know? See what's above the water. It's a really bad analogy. <laughs> um, and plus, it's just been a busy time. has been busy. It's felt busy. We've had plenty of good manual labor to do, which is uh, honestly a fun part of small church life. We get to do some things that I think are really meaningful. But also, one of the interesting things, we've talked about this before, but and this is a poor way of phrasing it, but being in the business of people, being in ministry is an interesting job, an interesting way to spend your life in that people are never finished. Um, you and, know, and a table can be, and a table can be, and, uh, you can tear out cabinets and paint a wall and get things done. And, uh, it's almost a gift, you know, to see a finished product and to see something, um, go from beginning to end, yeah. which in ministry, I don't know that we get to see very often. Uh, funerals and weddings and baptisms, I guess those are beginnings. We see yeah. beginnings and ends, yeah. but the work in between can often feel like, man, forever. Yeah. It can yeah. go on a long time. Yeah. And so I think, uh, it's, it's just, we've, we've really been kind of swallowed up with stuff to do. Yeah. And it's been good. And we've, been chatting a little bit about how to some degree or another we've just been worn out i think like everybody's a little bit worn out a little bit tired yeah a little bit tired and um but that's okay yeah that's it's, good it's been good so we are excited to enter back into season two of two priests talking here in the near future we might be a week or two out but we thought we would just say hello and come up for air on this presentation of our lord Look at you with our periscope. Tuesday. <laughs> Makes it sound like we're spying, I guess. Well, we kind of are. We at least know people that are watching us or listening to us. That's a thing we should probably talk about. People Is listening it, to us? No. 
the possibility of people watching us. Oh yeah, yeah. So once we get our offices put together, we'll be moving the studios. <clears throat> we need a little bit of equipment first, but yes, the hope is that yeah. we can move the studios Eventually we'll, to the office. We'll try to do some video. Yeah, we'll do some video so that you can see uh, how we talk. Right. <laughs> see what see what we How look do like. their mouths move? What does What does <laughs> How does that How does he say those words? And that is actually an interesting thing, right? Yeah. Voices versus faces versus physical posture. You can't tell right now that I'm slouching and that. But you're always slouching, and people have said that you need to really work on your posture, especially behind the table. <laughs> <laughs> or, or when you're processing, everybody's like, look Why at is, that. Look at that guy slouching look around. Look at the out Moby there. priest. <laughs> it's like. Oh, man. Yeah, we're going to slap. We're gonna, I'm going to back of your album. I'm going to put Eeyore. Eeyore. And you just walk around slouching behind Are you gonna the like table. pin a tail to my stole? Not to your stole. That <clears> is that a game like, that that looked like, that looked like a rat tail? <laughs> um, Man. but I, but yes. Yeah, so, but Father Nick and I are gonna be growing out rat tails. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be a new liturgical practice. That's right. What, it's our Lenten practice. So Lenten practice is a rat tail. What would be a great Lenten practice that would just like totally kick you out of society? Like, what would you need to do? <laughs> stop showering or you could do like I mean something that socially people would be like I don't know if I want to be around that guy besides stopping showering yeah besides stopping showering maybe like uh, maybe doing like cut off like Metallica t-shirts ooh crop top t-shirts yeah do pull off those guys it's a little cold in Lent for crop top tees that's exactly my, my, my point People would be like, I'm not getting around that. Yeah, I mean, that was a thing back in the 80s, right? Dudes wore crop top tees. Yeah. Should oh, we yeah. bring it back? Maybe. I was never never in that scene. Yeah, I probably, probably wasn't either. Yeah. I wouldn't have been allowed to, which is mm -hmm. good. I wasn't allowed to wear uh, overalls with what? one of the uh, straps undone, like crisscross. Well, you they didn't wear them. They wore them backwards. They did both. Oh, they wore them down and backwards. Yeah, I remember one time asking my folks if I could get some overalls. And my mom asked if I was planning on wearing them with both straps buckled. And I had to tell her that I wasn't, so I didn't get any overalls. Yeah. It was brutal. Well, I was allowed to do it. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. Backwards and, overalls? Oh, just... Did like they I, make I you put, jump? I put, they made me jump jump. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I could wear one side down and I could jump jump. Oh man, it's, I don't know why anybody listens to us actually. Um, so, yeah, let's yeah. let's give a brief. Because this like, is the uh, part that people hate. This is the part that people hate. Is <laughs> like this is our favorite about, part actually. You're not talking about anything serious, and then it's like we get into serious stuff. Yeah, and everybody starts listening. We get into serious stuff, and we're just rolling our eyes the whole time. We're like, no, oh, that's gosh. not totally true. Should we talk about the uh, bishops of the ACNA statement on sexuality and all those things right now? I know that's I don't know if we do. I don't know if we should do that or or not or we should just maybe give because uh, this is an interlude you said oh yeah you said this wasn't going to be a long one yeah we, well, we that, should we we'll should so so where are we going the the rest of the, the rest of this season two priests talking season two we've done episode one the Anglican trident it wasn't hugely popular we will admit <laughs> oh, plenty of listeners but. Uh, well, I don't know if people understood it to be like Anglican gum, like chewing gum. Yeah. Or if they understood it to be an Anglican like weapon of Aquaman. Uh, 
yeah, nautical warfare? Yeah. Or did they think that it was like for um, fondue? You know how you get the three oh, prongs fondue right. I've never, I've never had fondue. Anglicans love fondue, so that would have been a potential misconception. And they were just like, we get fondue. We don't need to listen to Yeah, fondue is what we do for baptism parties. Right. <laughs> It's like, we just don't stop dipping. We just, <laughs> just, just yes. keep baptizing. We move from baptizing ba- babies into ba- baptizing meats. And <laughs> That's how we practice. Dipping, mar- dipping marshmallows in chocolate fountains. If you can dip a baby, <laughs> you can dip this marshmallow. Oh, man. Oh, so yeah, We have definitely been cooped up in that office for a long time. Yeah, well, the... The should we stain get, the stain on the table we've been putting on? Um, should we get a fondue set mm-hmm. for the church and we can like communicate, like, you know, for our office? Yes, and when people come in to talk about baptism, we'll be like, Here's this, sort of the idea you get you fire up the you chocolate, covered. you heat the chocolate up, and then yeah. you show how you only like dip half of the marshmallow. So, you like, you no, we don't do it that way, but we're, but we're like, We don't, that's not that's not the we. When we are baptized, all of us is, is baptized. baptized. Our Even whole if identity. Only part of us is baptized. Right. Right. But we go all the way in. Yeah, you know, we had a baptism recently where two out of three of the kids went off out a hitch, and then the third kid wasn't going to be baptized. Mm-hmm. She, she decided she didn't want to be baptized, and I was sitting back there like, how's Father Aaron going to handle this? And at one point you were just like, we're just going to have to baptize her. <laughs> How do you think we did pull that off? I thought it, I I thought thought, it went well. I thought once we baptized the youngest one, yeah. that the middle child was like, oh, if the youngest one can do it, then, then I can do absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, baptism. We will talk about baptism. We are. This season. Yeah, so let's go ahead and run down just a little bit of the things that we yeah, want yeah, to yeah. talk about. So um, we, we started with the Anglican trident. Sure. Reason, tradition, and scripture, scripture tradition, reason. Right. I came across a great quote recently by G.K. Chesterton that I'll paraphrase. It said, uh, tradition is the true democracy, because if we don't allow tradition to speak, we're only letting the oligarchy of those who happen to be walking around speak. Yeah. So this idea of tradition is important because we're letting a huge portion of those who've gone before us speak. But anyway, so we talked about that. Yeah, we're letting the body of Christ over time speak and, and, and uh, give guidance and direction to the decisions that we make and the things we do. Right, right. Um, rather than our fairly narrow perspective, which is just however many years we've been around, you know? Yeah. Um, that seems to be uh, a huge issue right now. Because there's a lot more wisdom that's happened since 1970, uh, before 1977. <laughs> yeah, cumulative wisdom has been building for centuries and for you 93 were you born in 93 <laughs> i was born in 2002 oh okay great i'm 18 <laughs> <laughs> 19 i thought your birthday was just recently yeah <clears throat> um so i'm yeah. the youthful slouchy pastor the youthful slouchy pastor man i'm sure i'm glad that we cover up your clothes with that alb <laughs> <laughs> um so and after that we're hoping to go where I thought you were going to tell the him. trident. Well, we've talked about diving into some of what it looks like to worship as an Anglican. Sure. In particular, we wanted to get into liturgy. Yeah. What is why liturgy? Why do we do what we do? And why is it important? Um, and we also wanted to talk a little bit about 
why we're a tradition of, of sacrament and word and what those two things mean for us and how they, and I don't want to say balance one another out, but they actually accentuate one another well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we wanted to kind of get into uh, the prayer book some. Now that may sound boring to you uh, if you're listening and you're like the prayer book, but we wanted to talk about, you know, what is a, what is a, what does a funeral look like? What does a burial look like? What is, how does that inform us as Christians? Sure. We want to talk about baptism. Baptism. We want to talk about marriage and sexuality. Confirmation. Um, confirmation. And even in those pieces, um, those things speak to our current world. And even like, I mean, when we get into marriage and sexuality, we don't know what order we're going to do these in. But when we get into like marriage and sexuality, that's, I mean, that is like a very relevant, you know, topic for today. And what does Anglican worship and what does uh, the Book of Common Prayer and Scripture, of course, but looking at it through that lens, what does a wedding say to us about marriage? Yeah. Yeah, I think that you're right on. And even what does the idea of word and sacrament in a liturgical uh, worship tradition communicate about how we understand church too more broadly. I think one of the things that you and I have chatting been chatting about some more recently is uh, the role of a priest is different than even the role of say a pastor in a non-denominational, non-traditional church. Right. And how does that shape uh, the work that we do in our parish and yeah. all of these things that are a part of what it means to be Anglican, but followers of Christ in an Anglican way. Yeah. Well, and there's this thing going around too. I don't know if you've heard of this. This is, it may be news to you. There's this thing called COVID. Mm, Are you familiar? I briefly have heard some people talking about it. Yeah. And one of the difficult, you know, this is me opening up a little bit. One of the struggles for me with COVID is that um, when you're, I'm a people person. Sure. And you don't like people. And that's one of the major differences. That's why you're always slouching. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, uh, a lot of my pastoral, uh, emphasis in some ways during COVID gets stripped Sure, because you're just so limited with what you can do with people Mm -hmm. that you feel really out of sorts. Sure. Being a priest though, what I've, and I've said this to you, we've talked about this is I've just gone, okay, like, well, in some ways in this time it's, I have to fully rely on word and sacrament and my personal opinions and my personal desires just kind of have to be put to the the side for a time. Um, Or if I'm angry, I would say they've been crushed by the devil, Mm. Um, but they've been laid aside for the, for the time. And I have to depend on something that literally has nothing to do with me in some ways. Sure. Um, so I think being able to talk about that is actually important for people. What's the difference and why? Um, and then I think what you said in the beginning, even though you were kind of maybe joking, maybe not is to, to deal with that. We, we may have on some guests, we're going to be bringing on guests uh, this year, but we, we will try to have guests to talk about issues of sexuality and, and what does it mean, uh, within the church. And so we want to hit on these, these topics and issues but also at the same time be consistent with following the form of the Book of Common Prayer as we as we read through it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we're excited, I think, just in general. And uh, we hope that once we dive back into season two wholeheartedly and fully, that it'll be a blessing to you guys, that it'll help you as you process through what does it look like for you to follow Jesus in this moment in time? Uh, and not just as an individual, but as a member of a larger body of Christ, you know, this reality that COVID to your point, father Aaron has been a really difficult time for the body of Christ because many people have felt a need to be separate from the body of Christ and to essentially quarantine away from the body of Christ. And that's a difficult thing to do. And we hope that some of this, as we process through what is uh, the significance of a sacramental liturgical way of worship and life, and how does that impact who we are as believers in Jesus? And why have we ended up in this tradition because of those things? Um, and we, we, we hope that those conversations are helpful to you guys. So you got anything else to add into the mix? Um, not today. We don't have a board. Yeah, we, we have. This is a short one, but it really is us just saying, Hey, hi, hi. And we haven't gone away. Yep. We've just been working with our hands and, and being priests at the same time. So we've been kind of doing both. Uh, but it's been, you know, I will say we can say this, like we really are, you know, one of the things we're processing doing is because we do want to make this more available um, we don't, we don't think this doesn't do anything for us, uh, really in terms of, we don't feel important doing this. Um, mm-hmm. it, and so, but we do realize that we, we would like to have fun with it. Uh, but it's, it's a total side thing for us. Um, this is not our main work, <clears throat> so we don't treat it as our main work. If we did, we would, it would be problematic, but we, we have thought about, uh, finding ways to raise money, yeah, um, not for us to pocket for ourselves, even though we do want to become filthy rich, multi-billionaires, mm-hmm. and we think that two priests talking is probably the way that'll happen. Totally, the only way. And uh, but we do want to find ways to maybe raise money uh, to use this for whatever it may be. Um, and so we, we we have talked about maybe t-shirts and mugs. Yeah which would be really fun. Two priests talking mugs yeah. and um, that'll help us get some maybe equipment. Um, so we can move down into the office studios and do a little bit else. Yeah. But it'll be good. It we'll be keep, fun. we'll keep you up to date on all that. And yeah. And if we bring in like, you know, we there's, there's actual individuals that I would like to bring in and put on the podcast and yeah. to be able to give them a gift for coming on would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I think, uh, just keep your ears and eyes. Uh, yeah, I always say keep your ears peeled. It makes no sense. Keep your ears open and your eyes peeled. But uh, stuff will be coming out about what we'll we'll be doing. Peeling your eyes also makes no sense. Well, yeah, it does. So you just you just open you just peeled your eyes open. You you closed them for a long time and then you did it again. And you, you peel an apple or a potato or, or a peach, a carrot or a peach. <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, Father Aaron, should we say a brief prayer? I don't know. Should we? And a blessing. You get the blessing. I'll take the prayer and then we'll be done with our interlude. Is it, do we need to talk about anything else? 
probably. There's a lot of things going on in the world, but we're not prepared to talk about them in any way, shape, or form that would be. But there's some there's things in our life we could talk about. I mean, like between you and me. Yeah. Like the balls. Pe- people are really interested in our lives. They want to know what's going. <laughs> people probably want to know what you think about the Vols football situation right now but I know that you're too angry to talk about it. I'm not angry. You're over your anger? Yeah, man. The other day I had to hold Father Aaron for a while while he cried tears of rage. That never happened. That didn't happen. Uh, yeah, Tennessee football's a mess. What if it had happened? <laughs> then I sh- I'm probably in the wrong work. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, families are families good. Yeah, yeah. my family's good. yeah. Brenna's Brenna's at the farm and that's going really well and my kids are doing fine. Everything's okay in Aaron Wrightland for the most part. Good. Still little things here and there that, you know. Sure. I'm just opening up for people, Nick. Yeah, I like that. I'm just letting people see a little bit of the, you know, (laughs) the old Aaron side. (laughs) Well, I think that's worthwhile. Yeah, my, my kids are out in the woods right now. It's for school day. Oh, you're not red donning it or anything like that? Well, I think they're probably having fire building competitions this week is what I heard. Oh, that's cool. So that's a little red donnish, right? It is. You know? But they're not making like, you know, pits in the ground so that when people run past them, they pop up out of them. I don't like, know. Yeah, that happened. Did you ever see the original red dawn? No. You've never seen red dawn? Or the second red dawn. Well, that's not even a red dawn. That's like whatever. It had Chris Hemsworth in it. Yeah, Thor. that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean anything to me. It's true. He's no... Uh, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. He's no Patrick Swayze. That's that's for sure. Who was the other dude that was in that? Was Josh Brolin in that? Might have been Brolin. I think Brolin was in that. And he didn't do anything from there until... Uh, what's the movie with the dude that was going around that was creepy? No Country for Old Men. Yeah. That was a good one. Those are the only two movies that he's ever made. <laughs> Goonies. And Goonies. But that's the same movie as Red Dawn. It's just, it takes place with a he's pirate Thanos. ship. Thanos. Is he Thanos? In all the Avengers movies, yeah. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. He's a good Thanos. Mm-hmm. He had to work out a lot to get... Well, and he had to eat a ton of beets to turn his skin purple. That's true. Once again, this is where people are like, why am I listening to this podcast? What is the nature of this thing? This is what our conversations are often like, too. <laughs> we talk seriously. Do we? We talk pretty seriously. We actually talked very seriously this morning. Yeah, yeah we, fairly we talked very intensely about life and things, about the ACNA. About our vows. And, and when yeah. bishops say something, how we, yeah. the bishop says something, we go, all right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So... It's going to be a great season two. Season two is going to be amazing. More talking than ever. We're doing what, what we want to, and let me just say this. What we want to do is we want to bring you a podcast that is, that is as erratic as This Is Us on TV. <laughs> I've not watched This Is Us. Well, my wife and I do watch This Is Us. Yeah. But what they do is, is they'll do a show for like three weeks, and sure. then they take like a 10-week 10, 10 break, and then sure. they're like, three more and then they take a two week break. So we just wanted to mix it up a little bit and be a little bit more like a popular, we feel like this will make us more popular 
<clears throat> uh, we've been watching That Is Them. <laughs> that is them. This is us and that is them. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. we, we hope our podcast isn't as erratic as This Is Us. But Here, man, they're getting ready us to come is out. Is erratic? They're getting ready to come out. All these podcasts that we've oh, been yeah. planning on. Yeah. And we're looking forward to it. You yeah. looking forward to it? Yeah, man. Well, I am. Let's pray this prayer. You send us out with the blessing. Well, you pray the prayer. All right. This is for satisfaction in Christ, and Julian of Norwich prayed this. O God, of your goodness, give me yourself, for you are enough for me. I can ask for nothing less that is completely to your honor, and if I do ask anything less, I shall always be in want. Only in you I have all. Amen. Yeah, so receive this blessing, uh, the peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. Well, peace. Peace. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. We always end with the blessing. I yeah. bet people just totally turn it off. I, Some people don't even make it to the blessing. Well, on this one, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. <laughs> this one, the people are like, what? But now we want to talk about some really important things. Yeah, now's when we talk about the bishop's statement on sexuality in the ACNA. And we will catch you next time on <laughs> Two Priests Talking. <laughs>